Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, Joel McDonald. That is me. And as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, I'm doing much better. I'm doing yes, much better. I knew the... Like, I... I me, Joel, knew the answer to this, but the audience does not. So, yeah. I mean, if you, want, um, if you follow me on Twitter, I mentioned it. But um, yes, okay, this, yeah, this episode is a week late because I caught the spicy cough. I got the Rona. Yes. After two the full years cough. of just like hanging out in customer-facing retail, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But hey, like, at least it wasn't over your birthday. No, that's just true. That's true. Count your blessings there. It's <laughs> not over your birthday. Then like one half an hour passing exchange... Without a mask on, with a relative, is all it took. <laughs> Therefore, yes. reinforcing the importance of masks. So yeah, but yes, no, that that, very much so. that is come and gone. I'm triple vaxxed, so it's fine. Symptoms mild. Yep, knocked me out for a couple of days, but oh gosh darn, it just gave me a good time time frame to get finish off my uh, Elden Ring Platinum, which is now all locked away. <laughs> um, hey, hey, which I will. T- was- I can't wait to talk about just fully un untethered, unchained. Elden yeah. Ring spoilers in the not too distant future when you uh, finish it, Joel. But um, I will not <laughs> put that upon anyone now, as I've had too many opportunities <laughs> to talk Elden Ring on this podcast and <laughs> others. So I just wanted to get that it's... out of the way now. Well, I mean, we will talk a little bit about Elden Ring. I think. Ah, you fool! Aha! But... Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, apart from apart from the spicy cough. What else has been going on? Well, as a result of a spicy cough, literally not a great deal. That's probably, <laughs> I was uh, yeah, sequestered point. away in my bedroom for the seven days. And um, then it was Easter long weekend. And then it was back to work. <laughs> and now yeah. I'm on that two, I'm on a two week period where I have work for two weeks. And then I have a month off. So, hey, hey. things aren't so bad. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Fuck yes. But um, how about well, you, Joel? How about you? How have you been doing? Uh, I've I've done a I've done done some things. You've done some things. Done some things. Done some yeah, things. I went and went and saw some comedy. I went and saw uh, and that's what I we reckon. We did see comedy some comedy. We did see some comedy as well. We went and saw Auntie, Donna, Auntie Donna, and that was fucking great. Um, we're supported by Hot Department, who now are someone I follow on social media because they're funny. Yep, <laughs> and they were very very fun- very <laughs> very confronting. To begin with, uh, and not then what I expected, sort of, but um, yeah, had nope. a good time watching them as much as much as they did Auntie Donna. In terms of a warm up act, like they came in, oh yeah, uh, much like their name, <laughs> like their name suggests, very hot. They came like, in at definitely very, like very at eleven. <laughs> it was, it was, Which was, it was intense. It was appropriate prep for Auntie Donna, so it worked out very well. It's very true. Um, but yeah, I went on that's what I reckon. Uh, nice. I ended up meeting him afterwards as well. Very cool. Um, he's a lovely person. Uh, and yeah, I got my, my cookbook of his signed, so that's pretty cool. I haven't made anything from it yet. I'm hopefully going to do some maybe on the weekend. Might, might make some, some stuff from it. Um, maybe whip up his bolognese sauce or something. Uh, but that was really fun. Um, and then, yeah, like you mentioned, it was Easter weekend. So we went back to, we went to our hometown and, uh, saw family and did the, the big Easter fair thing that's on in our hometown and, um. And uh, it was cool to take Griffin out and do all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I had you must have been uh, so happy to see that he seems like he enjoys rides. Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, like <laughs> as soon as I saw I'm one so of those happy. videos that um that your wife posted, I was like, oh, Joel's gonna be so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy, and there was no it, there was not even any hesitation. We was like, oh, buddy, do you want to go on that? He's like, yep. 
Like, it was like, yes. And we got on it and he wasn't, like, nervous or anything. He was a bit quiet. And then it started and he was just like, this is the fucking best thing ever. Like, That is excellent. Especially the one, there was one that was like a little balloon ride that sort of spun around and went up and down sort of thing. And you could, it was one of the ones where you could control the speed with like a like a wheel in the middle of the cart. So the first time we went on it, my wife was like, don't, just fucking ease up turbo. Don't go, don't go ham <laughs> with him Hold your much. horses. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. You know, I'll do it. And like, we go on it and he was just loving it. And so like, we went a bit fast. I was like, yeah, cool. And later on the day we went back on it again. And I'm like, do you want to go fast this time? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So before the ride even started, I fucking started it up. And I'm just like, yeah, here we go. And it, it, we were just getting whipped around and he was killing himself laughing. He was having the time of his life. And then he went on his first roller coaster. So like, it was a pretty successful weekend. That bodes, um, bodes well for future um, fairs for you, Joel. Bodes well. Yeah, fucking A. I'm, I'm stoked. Like, I'm like... All right, let's go to Loon Park. Let's let's we're going on a trip to Queensland. Let's go. Let's go to the theme parks. Um, but yeah, we also had a, a night away from Griffin, like a whole night, for the first time ever, uh, which was lovely. And I went and saw the Batman. So uh, it's a good movie. You got to give it. Batman was good. A uh, couple of weeks. It was it was three hours long, but it, it was is a good. Line, I, I <laughs> haven't seen it myself, but I know it's a long movie. It's it is long and like. There are parts where it does feel long, but like, I didn't feel bored. Like, let's put it that way. Like, there are a couple of parts where I was like, oh boy, we've got a lot left to go and this has already happened. Okay, what's gonna, yeah. And like, yeah, it's really good. I think Pattinson is a great Batman. I really enjoyed his performance. I think everyone in it's great. It's shot beautifully. Like, I, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Um, And I know I'm very late to the party, but hey, I got a kid and... I mean, we don't get to go out much. Yeah, things being the way they are, like, it's going to happen anyway, right? Like, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. So it's, that's, that's the, the way the cookie crumbles. But on that, we have also been playing a lot of games in our time away. I played heaps. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you did. I I had time to, to watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy again. So, like, that's, that's how my free time shook out. I could, I watched. It seems like it was like, this seems, this seems, I, I'm, I'm starting to question whether or not you might have actually had the spicy coffee. It's like, I just need a week off to finish Elden Ring, get my platinum and watch all <laughs> the rings. And well, I'm no, not mad. Honestly, I'm not... I would have done it on my holidays. So, which would yeah, well, that's true, actually. Yeah, that's very true. I was going to say, but I'm like, honestly, I'm not mad. If that was the case, I'm just like, yeah, fucking cool. Oh, believe me. Oh, oh, it um, was, because I, to, to summarize how it went, I found out the person I got, like, who I crossed paths with, well, they tested positive on like a, um, on Monday or Tuesday, and I was like, okay, shit, I better I better rat test myself. So, you know, negative. I'm like, okay, cool. So far, so good. Second, the next day, I'm like, you know what? I'll do it again. I'm starting to feel a bit negative again. I was like, okay, all right. But next day, I felt a bit worse. I'm like, I don't know, but I've been negative twice. And then by the time I got home on Thursday night, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling pretty tired. I'm just going to go to bed early. And I woke up with a, with a sore throat. I'm like, nah, this is... And I, nah. Yeah, then I did another rat that day. and was like, nope, we're, you're positive. Off you go to the old uh, PCR. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. All right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's... um. But that, uh, by that point, because I was already, already had like the, the, the thick of... I had most of the symptoms at that point. Like, I think I was mostly good by... Sunday or whatever, but again, because of the rules, it's like, ah, but you got to stay in, in until like your seven days. I'm like, 
Well, you've twisted my arm, I guess. Time to watch the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> guess, I'll get, guess I'll watch Lord of the yeah, Rings. Fuck yeah, it. No, fair enough. Yeah, I've got to spare, like, <laughs> what, 72 hours or whatever? I can squeeze in three, <laughs> like, three-hour-plus movies. Uh, but, yes, like you said, we have played a lot of games. Well so I think, without further ado, it's time to kick it across to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, bring to the, all the things that we've been playing to the table and have a good old fun discussion about them and uh, give our opinions on them. So should we rip the bandaid off? Uh, like, uh, so we can get it out of the way now and just talk about Olden Ring. For a little bit, and then and then we'll move oh, on to everything yeah, else. I guess if you twist my arm, like <laughs> yeah, I knew I didn't. I didn't think I'd have to do much twisting there. Um, yeah, so like you mentioned before, you've you've got the platinum trophy now. I you have. finished it. You've you've I experienced miss it, it. I miss it dearly. I I put it off for as long as I could. I right. I feel like I squeezed everything I could out of that game, and then I finished it and was just like, oh, I'm just sad. I miss yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, give it. Give me. Give me I, Elden Ring back. <laughs> I've had a tumultuous relationship with Elden Ring over the past couple of weeks, I think, is probably the best way to put it. Um, I had a moment where I was done. I was like, no, I'm not making any progress. I've just, I've hit like anywhere I turn, there's a roadblock and I just feel like I'm not making any headway and I just was not having fun. And so I put it down. I was like, and then yeah, Easter weekend happened. This is last week. And so Easter weekend happened. I was away from my PlayStation five. So I obviously couldn't play it anyway. Uh, and then I came back and I was like, okay. And I've been looking some, th- looking at some things and I'm like, okay, all right. And I got back into it and then just sort of started making progress again. I'm like, like, literally, okay, like sometimes right. you just need to like step back. Like, when yep. I, I want, again, this is spoiler free, so I won't mention it, but I'm sure it, at this point, everyone will know who I'm talking about. But I ran into yeah. a particular boss and I, I fought that boss for like a, a solid, like two or three hours straight um, and got nowhere. Like, and I was like, you know what? Yep. Fuck this. And I, I put the game down for a good few hours and was just like, nah, nope. I'll come back yep. to this later. And then a few hours later, I had some time. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back and I'll, I'll have another run. And then, yeah, a couple of runs in, I won. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, cool. Sometimes yeah. it really just does help to sort of just put it down and, and walk away. It'll still be there when you come back yeah. and it'll still be exactly. willing to, to pummel you. But um, you can just, you can step back and sometimes that makes all the difference, especially if you're getting frustrated we- with it. Yeah, and we've talked about this before with other games as well. Oh, but yeah, like, it, it's hard with it, it's it is hard like depending on the length of time you put between you putting it down. And it's actually um, with a game like Elden Ring. Exactly. Yeah, it was like a From Software game where it's like you need to be in that rhythm and in that mindset to sort of really sort of sink into it. And um, if you're not there and you put it down for too long, then it's like, oh, it's going to be hard to get back. Um, but luckily, I guess Elden Ring's pretty good where you can just sort of like backtrack to some earlier areas and just reacquaint yourself with or even just what you like, were doing. One of the things I will, and like, I'll, I'll praise this game for this, like for forever, pretty much definitely when it comes to go discussions, just the amount of freedom you have with your character, right? You at any point, assuming you've got the item, but the item that you used to do it, I found several mm-hmm. of them. You can just go and respec and completely rebuild what you are. 
So if you're if you're yeah. at a certain point where you're just like bashing your head against a wall and you feel like your build isn't working, you can just go and cash that in and do it like a, a full on reset. Um, and yep. also like it helps that from software are rolling out the good for patches. Like they just dropped a mm-hmm. massive patch full of like weapon buffs and spell buffs and um, a little bit of a backfill on like uh, early growth and your FP and stamina. Uh, yeah, just yep. like very good support from from software. And I think it's, I mean, obviously it makes sense, right? I'm sure from their perspective, they're looking at how much this game sold and they're like, shit, we got to we got to yeah. keep this going, right? If people are playing our game and engaging with our game, let's keep these patches coming out. So yeah, I'm just really excited For to sure. see where it goes. And um, hey, From Software, uh, just as soon as you want, as soon as you're ready, I'm I'm ready to buy that season pass for DLC. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I just want you to know I'm ready. So just whenever you want to announce it, I'll be there. I am. I'm not, but I will you'll play be, it. You'll be like there. that's the thing. Yeah, but yeah, when it comes, by the time it comes out, I'll be like, oh, I'm ready to go back. Um, but yeah, um, I've I've made some pretty decent headway, and from talking to you about it off air, um, it seems like I'm narrowing in towards you the are, end. You so are closing in. Yeah. So I'm 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 like keeping that in mind while I I keep tinkering and tooling away and uh, fucking around with a whole bunch of different things. But yeah, like I, uh, it's uh, yeah. I just wanted to mention about my my up roller coaster of emotions yeah, that I've well, had with uh, with Elden Ring over the past week and a half or so. So it is important because um, been... obviously I heap so much praise upon this game. It is it is good to have yeah. another perspective. It's just like, hey, look, just sometimes it can be a lot. And even though I like, I mean, for me, I think most of the time, like I definitely feel like I had those moments. But because this is. Oh, demons dark souls one two three what it like my sixth or seventh from software game on some level i guess i can just push past it easier but i can absolutely see like when you were describing why you were frustrated i'm like i totally get it like everything you're saying i definitely get i understand what you're saying yeah and it's it's yeah i don't know i i I, it was it was rough because like i I think with like my previous forays into, cause I only finished two from software games and I bounced off pretty hard of Sekiro. And I know it's a completely different beast really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, like Sekiro is more like a character action game that plays like a from software game. Uh, but mm-hmm. yep. the, like the way you play that game is completely different. Right. Because yeah, you don't, your, your goal isn't to parry in that one. It's, and you've got to make sure that you're not, I mean, your goal was to parry, not dodge. Like your dodge is not your tool. You've got to just block the um, deflect for strikes. Whereas in Dark Souls, if you're not shielding, like it's like no, you've got to roll. Those rolls have iframes, but that's yeah. Yeah. I as I watched someone, um, it was Huber actually from Easy Allies, was playing Sekiro recently on a stream, and it's it was just funny watching him play it and like realizing just you can't. Really, there are some ideas from the other Souls games that you can carry into Sekiro, but really it is a completely different beast and you have to play it. Yeah. And that's half a reason why it would catch me a lot of the time is because I'm just wired to play from software games a certain way and Sekiro is just like, uh-uh-uh, I don't think yeah. so. So, yeah. But that's what from software do when it comes oh, yeah. down to it, really, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They're Look, like, there's bosses, I, there's I bosses you... in Elden Ring where you're like, oh, you have, been, you have been working on games for like 12 years just to put this boss in front of me. Yeah, exactly. Like I remember, like it was like DLC for one of the Dark Souls games. I remember hearing you talk about it and being like, "Oh, there's this, like this this, this boss fight. There's basically like a boss fight that you already fight, or like a regular enemy. But they've the way that you would defeat that enemy, they've sort of added an extra move set to it that sort of 
negates that. So you have to rethink about. I'm like, yeah, they're always on the on, yeah. on, like you know From one step ahead of you. Like the bosses are so good, and I know there's, there's a lot of yeah. talk about the Elden Ring bosses. And again, I'll, I'll save that for when we do a, a full blowout. But I love the bosses in Elden Ring. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I will say that too. I really enjoy them as well. But um, it's been some really good ones. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I I think it's um. Yeah, well, I just wanted to get that out and say that's how I'm feeling about um, about these. I think that was what the point I was getting at was that this is like my this will be my third one that I've finished and my I think fifth game that I've actually played because I played a little bit of Dark Souls two as well uh, and then bounced off Sekiro pretty quickly. Not pretty quickly, like I gave it a red hot go, but I just was not feeling it and never went back to it. Um, Speaking of games, like you really, and, you've got to make sure you you stick with. Like you, it is, it is hard to go back to Sekiro. Exactly, yeah, and that's why I just never did. So that's I, fair. So but fair. I think like the scale and scope of Elden Ring, um, really is like sometimes it it is like is literally a marathon. Like you are, you have to pace yourself with it sometimes because. There is so much to do and there is so much there and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger the more that you play it. And it it does get, yeah, it does get overwhelming, but not in like an Ubisoft Far Cry kind of way. It gets it in like a, oh man, there's, I I don't know how much more I can take of this punishment almost in a way. Like say, and what I, it's one of those things that I only really noticed, like sort of looking back on it, like with this discussion as well. I think from soft again without spoilers, without spoilers, in case you're still playing it, which is very possible because again the game is a billion years long. Um, exactly. You you definitely find in the later areas that there are less you know caves and stuff. Like honestly, in the especially mm-hmm. in the most yeah. later couple of areas, like I was genuinely surprised of how little there was to do. But I also kind of appreciated it because the other areas are so dense, and you know mm-hmm. narratively it makes yep. sense why there's not much up there. Um, I did kind of appreciate that part of the design where you kind of get to that area where people might be feeling like, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm ready to wrap up. And the game almost seems to be aware of that in what it puts in yeah. front of you. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It's good to know. Like it's, uh, I, I, yeah, uh, but I've had my little break. I think I'm, I'm getting back to it. Close. I'm, Just, I'm like, eager to sort of, close. <laughs> I've, um, I'm going to movies tomorrow night, but yeah, over the weekend. If you I want think like I'm a ballpark figure, you probably have like four or five bosses left, maybe. You're, yeah, you're very okay. close. You're very close. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So hope. I mean, you know, maybe by the time the next time we record, we might be ready to to talk spoilers. But for I now, wanna, I still want to try to do something for that, but we'll see. I mean, again, I've got a month off coming up, so. Yeah. Well. Hey. All right. Um. But yeah, all right, we're putting a cork in it. That's the Elden Ring chat. I miss you, Elden Ring. We're done. We're done for that. We can move on We're done for this episode now. Um, Kyron, what else have you been playing? You've had a lot of free time. Uh, well, look, I guess I should... You've had a lot of things that you've been playing. I should start with a thing so, I when I did my last episode with um with Brendan. I ended up being mm-hmm. like, next time I'll talk about Triangle Strategy. And I can finally <laughs> talk about Triangle Strategy. It was meant to be a week ago, awesome. but we were denied. Uh, yes. So, and like, I know it's like, it's been some time since it's come out, but I still think this game deserves more attention. Uh, okay. So, obviously, let's just, let's be honest here. Once again, Square Enix with the names, like, come on now. Come on. 
Like stop yeah. it. Stop it. <laughs> stop just, it. Next time you decide next time you decide to show something and you've got the word project in front of it, just drop it. Well they didn't even just, bother with just, the next one. It's just the next one's like, ah, screw it. Dio Field Chronicles. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Like what? at least that feels more like fantasy X where it's just like triangle strategy. Ah. Okay. Okay. In fact, you know, I, I I go back on that. I almost want them just to keep the project in there because it makes it sound a bit cooler. <laughs> project triangle strategy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I kind of like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so triangle strategy, obviously it's it's um, in the same vein as uh, Octopath and it is like HD 2D sprites. Uh, it looks stunning. And the way you get to explore some areas is pretty cool. And it does make me long... I know it would probably take more work than Square Enix is willing to put into it, especially given they just did the uh, the pixel remasters. But it would be nice to see a couple of those old Final Fantasies like this. But hey, you know, who cares what I say? Who cares? Six seems like to be the, the Six natural is the candidate one. Six for is the it, one right? that deserves yeah. it, right? Six is, Six is the big boy Final Fantasy, but just, God, it's so good. It just, Seven came afterwards and revolutionized Final Fantasy in 3D, and it's just... It's tough, yeah. Because six is amazing. Like honestly, I love six, yeah. but it definitely it would it would I would love to see it given the same treatment as this. Uh, unlike Octopath Traveler, this is actually a turn-based strategy game, so more akin to say Fire Emblem or, if you want to be honest about it, Final Fantasy Tactics, a name which Square right. Enix just refuses to acknowledge, unless yep. you want to play their little free-to-play gacha mobile game. Yeah, so, exactly. You know. <laughs> uh. So the bit, the main hook of this, obviously, so it has it has all of that, you know, grid-based, turn-based combat. If you know, you know. Um, so that's nothing too revolutionary there. It's actually, it is kind of nice how sort of stripped back it is, even though I still vastly prefer Fire Emblem. Um, if that feels a bit too overwhelming, then this is definitely a nice sort of starting point. The that's interesting. Hook, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, and I get I, honestly okay. the, the Final Fantasy tactic games were sort of like that as well. Like they're not they're not here to overwhelm you, but it's here to be a sort of a fun strategy game, and absolutely okay. achieves that. Where I found myself thinking a lot more in the combat scenarios than I honestly expected to, and having to come up with some pretty creative solutions. Which I've got some ama- I've got some amazing stories from playing this game. Um, but again, just like sort of thinking outside of the box to solve problems when I found myself with a challenge, I'm just like, I cannot do this. And right. even if it does present hilarious, like um, stories in context of the world. Uh, but before I get to that, the main hook of this game is its story. So the, it is the, the most, the touted feature in this is the, uh, scales of conviction, which is very good God square Enix. What are you talking about? And trust me, you think you get used to it, but every single time they come up, it's just like... So the main character is called uh, Sarah Noah, and I would not want to be this dude's friend. Just imagine. Okay. Imagine you need to make the smallest decision, and he's just like, oh, get your chips ready. Uh, we're going to the scales of conviction, and we're all going to vote. And whatever wins, oh, we're doing. You're like, Sarah Noah, I just I just wanted pizza. I just every, wanted pizza. Yeah, like every dinner time. I just like, wanted pizza. God. He's like, no, sorry. Uh, looks like the we've already <laughs> eaten, mate. We've already eaten in the time like, that you've you been going you. around and like asking everyone what they want. I just I've already eaten. I've ordered pizza and eaten it, mate. You took too long. It's it's now Thursday. We decide <laughs> we were doing this on Tuesday. Like exactly. Come on. So yeah, yeah, um, it at certain points it is a bit much, but I still I think ultimately from a gameplay perspective, I really like them. Even though again, it is it's a lot. 
It's a lot to deal right. with it. You, you can imagine a character existing in a world, but just it's like, nah, look, my house's thing is just of these scales, and that's how we decide what we do. Okay. And I'll, I'll be on, like, at certain points, um, you have uh, the king of the kingdom at your behest of well. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the king can just do what he wants, mate. He doesn't have to it's, put a chip in it your scales like, to, to do it. Like, he's the king. If ever there was something to describe Square Enix's, particularly their RPGs, but, like, most things, this is it. Like, yeah. you've just taken the simplest thing. And just overcomplicated it. Yeah. And again, it, it most... is entirely for benefit of the gameplay because it does, it makes it a lot easier to sort of steer where the story is going. So to set the scene, right. I won't, again, I don't want to give anything away because this game, honestly, I really like this game's story. It's got a very... Okay. Because again, it reminds me of when I first played Octopath, a game which I should have loved, but honestly, like... Tw- Honestly, like within like fifteen hours, I'm like, I kind of, I'm kind of done. Honestly, I bounced off Bravely Default okay. too as well. I bounced off of a few of these um these Square Enix games that I should love, and it sucks, right? Because I'm like, no, what's is something wrong with me? Why am I not enjoying these? Uh, and I was really worried in Triangle Strategy because I played the demo and was like, this is cool, um, but I just in the back of my mind was thinking of those other games. I'm like, what if it happens again? But thankfully, yeah. the story has absolutely hooked me, and I was just like, fuck, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, so this, the main scenario is you play through a game, you do a mission, and you hit a story beat where you've got you've got branching paths. And at that point, if you're feeling pretty gung ho and you're like, screw it, you know, let's let the characters decide. You can just go and vote, vote immediately. But each character has a thing they want to do, and if you want to change their opinion, you basically have to go go to talk to them and try to persuade them with um dialogue options. And, hey, 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 the confetti cannons going off. Yeah, and yeah, you really have to sort of really read their character and um, make the right choice. Otherwise, as happened to me, and I was a like a pivotal choice. I'm like, I want to, I want to do this thing. So I went around and talked to everyone, and I thought I convinced them all. And then the vote came, and they were like, "Yeah, no, nah, we're gonna do this." I'm like, "No, but I wanted to go here," <laughs> and they're like, "No, nah, we're going back here." I'm like. Oh, all right. I guess. Hey, look, <laughs> democracy, right? We did it. The scales of yep. conviction. <laughs> yeah, um, they have been decided. And yeah, it's just those those moments have actually been. I was sure I get bored of them, but there's actually a real doozy of a decision that I'm on at the moment, and it's it's happening to stay on that. I'm like, I don't want to make this call because it's it's, right. it's sort of like the point of no return. Like this this choice is going to sort of pick your ending pretty much like it's going to send your character in a very particular direction and all like two of the choices are good. And one of them is like, one of them is really, it's bleak, but the the person who's like full supporting this idea is like your main character's like one of his best friends. He's like, no, we should, we should do this for the good of the kingdom. And I'm like, that is a terrible decision. That is wild. And like, I can tell if I go against this because he's like, I'm not I'm not budging. I am doing this and you can follow me if you want. I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And I have a I have a little secret in my my character's back pocket as well. For if he if we if we clash, I have some leverage that could put my character in a very interesting it's like I the comparison will feel labored, but and it obviously it's not as complex. Absolutely not. It's you know, it's JRPG scenarios. 
But I do, right. there are honestly, some of these decisions do give me sort of shades of like Game of Thrones-esque almost, where it's just okay. like, it's shades of gray. All my current options are bad. Well, not bad. They're not great. And yeah. will either see me screwing over everyone, screwing over like my betrothed, or like allying with an enemy to fight against someone who backed me last time. And it's just like, I don't know what to pick here. That's yeah. It's that's really rough. it's really interesting, and I'm really digging it. I do love when a I love when a game gives you that that you hit those walls where you just like you put the controller down. And you're like, I don't want to do anything. I, I don't know what like, to do. I'm, yeah, and I, like, I'm stuck. I know what I want to do, but I'm also I've got to convince people because I really get the feeling that if they don't side with me, they're also going to just take off. So I'm just like, right, <sighs> shit. I don't know, but at the same time, it's it's I love it. It's really good. This is actually this game is probably one of the biggest surprises I've played so far. Cool. I mean, obviously it's very early in the year, but um, I really like it. Also worth noting that uh, there's a couple of music tracks. I'm like, why does this music sound so familiar? In particular, when you're um, about to enter a combat scenario, there's music that plays on the um, the overworld map. I'm like, this, I I feel like I've heard this song in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I looked it up, and yeah, right. the composer is uh, Akira Senju, who did the music for Formula Alchemist. I'm like, well, there you go. I'm not crazy. That's and cool. the music is very good as well. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so I will talk briefly. I want to talk briefly about the, one of the combat scenarios that I was discussing, where I had to sort of think outside of the box. And it also actually will give you a good idea of some of the um, the things you face in this game. It's very early on, so I don't... If it, It's not really a spoiler, but if you're sensitive, maybe bail, like bounce for the next five minutes or so. Um, yeah. but very early on, you've given, you're given a choice to basically go somewhere and do something or stay and fight in your, your home town, pretty much like your, your capital. Okay. And if you do that, they're like, look, if we do this, they are going to throw everything at us and it is going to be very hard to win. Good thing that we have built in defenses. It'll destroy the town, but it will win the fight for us. And I was like, I'll destroy the town. I don't want to, I want to. I don't want to do that. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if it's possible, right? Because, like, I did I did a trial run. I'm like, what does it do if I actually, um, if I trigger one of these traps? And it, like, full on, it, pour, it pours oil into an area and just sets it ablaze and, like, burns down, like, houses and, like, all these. Oh. The civilians, we've already evacuated the civilians into the, um, the keep. But it is like, okay, it's going to full destroy this town. All right, well, I've, I want to see if I can do this without... Um, Without doing that, because that doing seemed, that, yeah. and I was I was wondering if the game would actually have, like a, like if I did that, would the game recognize it, or would it just de- default me to having used the traps? The good news is it doesn't. So if you try to go cool. the hard way and like win, there's like wow, like I cannot believe we didn't have to use those traps, and I just, I just thought that was very That's cool, awesome. And the That's hilarious very... thing is, so it was very hard. I died a lot. Yeah, and then I found out. There's a character that I wasn't using, so I'm like, because oh. this, this is another thing this game does. It really just shakes that, Fire Emblem is so guilty of this. It shakes that notion you have where you're like, cool, I've built my team, and this is my team I'm always taking. These other characters yeah. I keep getting, I don't want them. I've got my team. But this one actually encourages you to sort of use everyone because they have unique skills. And in this particular one, right. it's very hard. It's, oh, it's so hard. They throw so many guys yeah. at you where you are at such a disadvantage. The solution I ended up going with is a guy I had can put a ladder down. So okay. I put ladders down and got as many of my, like not everyone got to the top. It does all good time to bring up no permadeath. 
So okay. you don't have to worry if a character falls in battle, which actually is very good because they will die a lot because <laughs> this game can get pretty right. tough with how it throws enemies at you. Um, but yeah, so I got as much of my team as I could onto the rooftops, those who survived. And then hilariously, the other enemies, because the ladders disappear after the guy puts them away, they couldn't get them. So they would just like stand oh. at the foot of the buildings and my archers and my mages were just like having a field day. And I just, I love to imagine just in the in-game world when the general goes back being like, so how did you lose that? <sighs> they were on the, like the roofs and we didn't bring ladders, ladders man. Like, ladders. We, didn't, we didn't have ladders. Yeah. Ladder, who brings ladders to a, to like a, you know, a combat encounter? Like that's anyway, we got, <laughs> we got, honestly, we got humiliated. Yeah, like my guys just like picked him off from the rooftops one by one. It took a long time, but I oh, didn't have yeah. to destroy the village. And I just, and it's actually had a few moments like that where you sort of have to think a bit like, okay, well, if I can get this character here, they'll be safe and they can mitigate a lot of the trouble I'm going to have. And it's it's really good. I'm genuinely surprised awesome. by this game. That's really cool. It's very cool. I, um, I might have to try and check out the demo. I don't know. Turn-based strategy is not my thing, but... The, it I mean it's a long game, but it's a long game because it's got it's got a big story. The um right, and it does have uh again Fire Emblem games have this now as well. It has combat encounters you can like gr- uh, grind at your encampment as well. Yep. So if you okay. get a new character and you want to level them up a bit, then you can go and do that as well. And it also does a very good job of again just in the same vein as keeping it simplified. Your character has one weapon. And you can upgrade attributes of that weapon or the weapon itself, but you never have to change okay. equipment. And classing cool. up just takes like an, a single item and like money. And it's just, and they have to hit a okay. certain level, but there's again, nothing more complicated than that. So it's um, a lot of things the game does is keeping, keeping a lot of the gameplay side stuff very simple. So you can just sort of go along for a ride with the story and not have to worry about a lot of the, um, the, the, the character stuff, which again, as much as I love Fire Emblem, it can get to points where you're like, cool, I've got like 60 characters to pick from, but I only really need 10. And I really like these yeah. 10. So there's other ones I just, I'm not going to use. And it sucks right. because yeah. there's so many good Fire, Fire Emblem characters. I wish I had more reasons to use them. So yeah, that's one thing I really do. The, the cast is also relatively small. I think like I might have 15 characters. And the okay. characters you get, um, oh, this is another complete thing I forgot to mention. Uh, as you make decisions, it'll alter like, Serenoa's like convictions will shift. I think there's like morality and there's two other ones as well. What are they? There's a couple of different things. And like basically these are invisible things you can't see with your character. That'll change okay. like what dialogue you can say and also what characters join your party as well. Um, okay. So yeah, which which gives a good cause for, for replays. There is a golden path that I actually kind of want to go through and get when I finish it because I've got to have okay. the best ending. But um, yeah, Trunk Strategy, right. genuinely surprising, and I'm very much enjoying it. Awesome. That's good to hear. Um, Cool. All right. Well, is there, is there anything else? There's another game that I play because uh, I tell you what, I was feeling pretty uh, bummed out <laughs> when I tested positive for the old spicy cough. And yep. I was like, fuck it. I'm buying Kirby. <laughs> fuck yes. I need oh, I'm that excited little to hear about this. pink puffball to just come in and make me happy again. And tell you what he has. Hell yes. I, I hear nothing but good things about this game. It is. This game I is very charming much beyond belief. It's honestly revolting sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I won't talk much about it because I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm like four or five worlds in, so I'll spare you the, okay. the, the bulk of the details. But um, I haven't really played a Kirby game that I've really enjoyed. And, and, and like, I say enjoyed loosely. It's been a long time since I played the last one that I really enjoyed, and that was Kirby and the Crystal Shards on the Nintendo 64. Uh, yep. So I haven't really played much Kirby since then. Uh, but when I, this one was announced, I'm like, well, like, come on, 3D, Mario 3D World-esque Kirby game. I've, I've got to give it yeah. a shot. Set in, like, this weird, normal human world full of, like, Kirby-ish things. Like, that sounds so stupid. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Goodness is, that hasn't changed. And it is it is still hilarious to sort of suck up a car or a tire or a vending machine. Or, Fuck yes. All this stupid stuff. And I'm like, this is dumb. I love it. I'm smiling so much. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. I really want to get to this game, and I'm sad there was a really big sale on it on that sold out almost immediately this week, and I missed out on it. So forty bucks. This game came um, out not even a month ago, so that deal. I'm not yeah. surprised I got snapped up immediately. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty dirty on that, but I would say watch Amazon fine. right now. But now that someone's put it that low, it's not impossible. Yeah, they don't do it though unless they have to I know, match someone. I know. That's the thing. And they're like, well, it's sold out. We don't have to worry about it now. I can't believe it. Harvey Norman sold it that much. I mean, that company is awful. It's But like, I... There's... Yeah. But $40. They're selling it for 60... Amazon's got it for 64 at the moment. That's That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Chuck chuck on your wish list. There might be a good... There might be a sell that drops it down by even 10 or so in the middle of the year. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I, I, I... Every time I hear someone talk about this game, everyone's just like, yo, this game's fucking fun like it's it is fun. just a good time like it's not hard i'm playing it on wild mode which is the game's yes. version of a harder difficulty i would say it's just normal mode um right but it's just fun like the stages are fun it doesn't matter if i'm not really being challenged because i'm doing things that are just enjoyable yeah it's bright and colorful and it's yeah. a, you know it's fairy floss it's like it's fun yeah it's nice it tastes good um, and yeah and like it's there, there's fun secrets to find in a lot of the areas. You have like objectives, because um, basically your goal was Kirby is to save all the Waddle Dees, which is so funny yeah. to me because I still remember the original Kirby where I would just eat them. Oh yeah, but now yeah. Waddle Dees are friends now, which is fine. It's fine. I'm a- <laughs> they've put they've, they've they've buried the hatchet. Like they it's been so they many years. Have. Now yeah. there's like these cute dog things, I guess, that are bad guys. <laughs> yeah, like weird Fennec Fox. I forget their names, thing. but yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, I guess I'll meet you now. Whatever. Um, yep. But yeah, so that's your primary goal on every stage is to like get to the end and save like a cage full of Waddle Dees. But then there's also like usually four other ones hidden throughout the the um, levels, and then there's even beyond that like two or three other bonus objectives you can do. So there's there's honestly plenty to look for in each of the stages. Uh, cool. You can always just finish it and come back later as well. Then there's like time trial challenges around that you can do with all of the copy abilities, which are right. also back in full force and can be evolved into just some stupid stuff. Like, the, um... I keep hearing about Kirby with guns, and I'm like... Uh, yeah, there's like a... Go. I haven't got the top tier of that one yet, but there is like a range of one, and currently when I... I've got it to the second stage, so I've got two little pistols, and it's just ridiculous. Hell yes. Especially because... And for a special... so funny. It's so unnecessary, but they clearly... They must have done it just because they're like, someone's going to find this fun. You can use your copy abilities at the Waddle D village. <laughs> and if you Oh my god. If you attack the Waddle Ds, they will react. So like if you shoot one, they'll sort of like pass out. I'm like, I just did a murder. That guy's dead. 
Kirby's yeah. a murderer. This, in this town you're trying to save, you're just like... <laughs> but, um, yeah. Look and at if, my cool if, new guns. If you're just like, man, I'm having a really bad day. How can I make myself feel happy? Go to Waddle... If, you, if you're feeling that way and you have this game, just go to the Waddle D village, go into Kirby's house, and go to bed. It's adorable. He will, okay. He will get into bed and have a sleep. And there's a couple of different like ways they'll show it happening, and it's just... This little pink bastard warms my damn heart. <laughs> and that's, I mean, Kirby always has, but like, especially in this one. I don't know. Maybe it's because the world's been for the last two years. Yeah, true. That's, that's the quote. That's the pool quote from Kyron for the back of the box. This little pink this bastard. This little pink bastard just warms my heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so charming. Just... Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I want to, I really want to play it. Like, I think I, you'd love it. Very much. Yeah, like very much when it's the same as you, like seeing it revealed and, and the more we found out about it, I'm like, yeah. And then like playing the demo, I was like, this feels really fun yeah. to play. Like this just feels like a fun time. Um, And I think I need that after Elden Ring. It is it is good. Like I, I love, again, love Elden Ring, love it to pieces, but it was nice to play Kirby and be like, ah, I, yeah, I can, I can die back. if I get hit like 20 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I I will get to it. Um, um, I am very excited to to play it eventually. Right. Yeah, I absolutely one hundred percent recommend it. It's a it's a great game. Awesome, awesome. Is there anything else you've been playing, Kyron? Uh, I did. As keeping with my tradition of one per year, I finished Yakuza yep. Kiwami two. So you know hey, we're getting there. Nice, we're working our nice. way through. That means hopefully by next year I should finish Yakuza three. And I got cool. three, four, awesome, five. And six to go. <laughs> yep. And then I have yep. to reconsider judgment and lost judgment. <laughs> and then by then, Yakuza 8 will probably be out with um, another Ichiban adventure. So, hey, whoa. Hell yeah. Give me another Ichiban adventure. I'm they're ready work, they're working shit. on it. They're working on it. I'm, oh, I know they are. I'm, I'm like rubbing my hands together, ready to go. Yeah, Kiwami 2 was great. I spent way too much time once again doing the cabaret mini game. Why wouldn't you? Like, like. When I picked it back, I'm like, what was I doing in Kiwami 2 last? Oh, that's right. And then I played another six hours of a cabaret minigame. And that was I- that was me when I went back to Zero before I finished it, like, <laughs> the end of last year or whatever. And I was like, where was I? Oh, that's right. I was playing this fucking bullshit minigame that is so much fun. I yeah. love it so much. Like, it's it so almost good. makes me sad because I don't think that exact minigame is in the other Yakuza games. Yeah. But it's just so good. Sega. Bankrupt me and do a mobile version. Just do it. Yeah, I don't even care. Or, or even bring it back for for uh, like a dragon two or whatever you call it. Like it's hopefully, man. Yeah. Hopefully, bring it back um, for another Ichiban adventure. But yeah, so that was very good. The other the other sort of mini game story it's got is a tower defense one with uh, Majima's Majima construction, which is okay. less enjoyable. But the Majima stuff is funny and makes it worth it because oh, just Majima, man. Like he, yeah, fuck yeah, he's the best. He is the best. Uh, but yeah. Kiryu-chan! Um, <laughs> and there's plenty of Kiryu-chans, don't you worry. Fuck uh, yes, Kiryu-chan. He is a bit less present, but I get that might just be because when you play Yakuza Kiwami, having the Majima everywhere system, he is automatically <laughs> going to feel less present in this one because he's not popping up in a, <laughs> in a out of a, like, a manhole in the street. He's not popping up when you go to a host club and you're like, that is not a girl. Oh. That is very clearly, that is very clearly Majima. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah fuck I need to go back and play Kiwami. You do, <laughs> you absolutely do. And yeah, I like really the story, do. the story in Kiwami Two was good. As always, I find myself gr- like 
ridiculously invested in these dumb anime Yakuza stories that usually end it, with just two buff shirtless guys fighting on a rooftop. I'm like, all right. Fuck yeah. Let's go again. Kyron, we're, fr- we're, we're, we're fans of Metal Gear Solid. Like, I know, This is right? what we expect this from is, video games. Like, come on. It is. I honestly yeah. wish I'd played for Yakuza games earlier in my life because I re- I've loved all of the ones I played. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I've played less than you. I've only play, like, played Zero and Like a Dragon. Um, and the, the teensiest little bit of um, of Kiwami. Hey, you've nearly up um, to me, Ben. <laughs> oh yeah, but <laughs> I mean, like the tiniest bit. I think I've played like the intro. I might not even. I might be making that up. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I just it's so, every time I go back to, it, I'm like, fuck, these games are so good. Just love Castle and like Kiryu like so much. And 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 with like with like a dragon for them to just go. Now we're turn based strategy now, and just go. All right, cool. Yeah, it works. Like it. It works. Yeah, and it's again, still fun. If it's, you want, if you want the Yakuza battle system, that's what Judgment exists to um to do now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, like, well, I mean, know. again, like Yakuza Six, and like credit to to the Yakuza team for like sticking to their guns and being like, this is the end of Kiryu's story, and it was. Yep, it yep. was. I respect that. Yep, but I'm um, yeah, Kiwami Two, great. Look forward to me finishing Yakuza 3 sometime between now and 2023, if my current, yeah. like, Yakuza playthroughs hold up. <laughs> Put it in your calendars. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Joel? Have you been uh, playing anything else? I have been playing... I've been playing with a few little things. Uh, I finally pulled the trigger a few weeks ago on uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Um, I keep look Like, it's still and- on sale right now, and I keep looking at it. <laughs> look, look. It's this game is just stupid fun. Like I, I enjoy it. Like it, it sort of brings out something in me that's like sort of like takes me back to my childhood. Um, I've been playing it with with Griffin a little bit. Um, he likes picking the car that we're going to use. Amazing. Which sometimes I'm just like, no. Uh, in my mind, I'm just like, not not that one. Not that one. It's really slow. It's, <laughs> it's really slow. Don't Griffin's don't pick that one. He's like, he's like, I'm oh, blue car. I'm blue car. I'm like, okay. Well, We'll take the blue car. All right, cool. I'm not winning this race. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hot Wheels Unleashed is it's it's exactly what it says. It does exactly what it says on the box. It's um, it, there, there's giant orange tracks. You drive around on them in like almost weirdly photorealistic looking Hot Wheels cars. Like when you go into the parts where you unlock them or where you're just selecting cars and stuff like that, and you like spin them around. They have that like that metallic sheen on them. Like, and it just, it looks like you're just looking at a Hot Wheels car and it's fucking cool. Like, they know and it's some really doing, great they ones in there. They doing with this game. Absolutely. Like, you know, um, I will say this out the gate. There are blind boxes involved in this, but you don't, it's all currency in game. Like it's not, you can buy a whole bunch of, not that I can see anyway, but I also would not feel like you need to do that. Honestly, um, if I'm being completely that is the very first thing I expected this game to have. Like when you make a Hot mm-hmm. Wheels game, yeah, yeah. you're going to be yeah. buying cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like it's it's cool. Like so you're getting blind boxes, you're getting currency for winning races and stuff like that, and um, you get blind boxes. You get you can purchase blind boxes and undo them, and you get um, cars. You get dupes as well. You can get duplicates, but you can either break them down into coins so then you can funnel that back into buying more blind boxes, or you can break them down into like um, a gears, I think they're called, which is the other currency which you use to upgrade your cars. 
So you can upgrade them like two or three, like most of them, like two or three levels. Um, so you can increase, and it'll, it'll increase like specific stats. So you can't pick which stats you're going to increase on those cars. Yeah. It'd be like, cool. If you buy the next level, it's going to increase your acceleration and handling. And you're like, all right, cool. Well, you know, everything else is looking pretty good. Like it doesn't make everything like full bars. This is like the best car that you own sort of thing. Um, which I, I think is really neat. Uh, yeah, and so you're driving around just like, you know, in like shrunken down, you've shrunken down into yes. like toy Hot Wheels car size and you're driving around these like locations, like a bedroom or like a uh, the library of a, of a university and things like that. Like it's That's the part that but... I love the idea of because I just remember I played so much of the old um, Micro Machines games on Super Nintendo. Fucking A, that yes. Those Micro Machines <laughs> games rule. I love that shit. Um. The thing that really struck me out of the gate when I was I was playing it, um, it asked you to select difficulty at the start. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll I'll check it on, I'll check it on hard because I'm like I play racing games. It's fine. It's an arcade racer. This is like a pure arcade racer, Com- and, including like ridiculous um, track shortcuts, just like from flying off the track. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just like defying gravity. Um, but it's also like. Uh, it, the, the game fucking kicked my ass. I was like, <laughs> well, I had to drop it down to, like, I had to drop it down to normal. And even then, it's tough. Like, so like it, it is, it is a challenge. There is a challenge to it. Um, it has a story mode, so you can go through and just unlock new areas and things. And you get stuff to upgrade, like your your basement area, which is like the first location you go through. But you have like, you can customize it with like different walls and floors and bits of decor and things throughout it, which is pretty cool. Um, it, the, the gameplay itself is just like, like I said, it's a pure arcade racer. So like you're, you're, you're boosting. Um, it's interesting though, the cars, certain cars have different boost meters. So oh, okay. I think from, from what I can tell, there's two different types. There's ones that are like little dots. And basically every time you hit the button, it'll give you a quick burst of speed. Um, and you've got however many that car has. It might be two or three or some of them have five, depending on how much you've upgraded them or what type of car it is. And then it's like a, just the bar one that you would expect from most arcade races that have a boost system, which <laughs> like you pop, you press the button, hold it down, and it will drain the meter and you'll just blaze until uh, you run out of uh, boost, basically. Um, there's a big emphasis on drifting. Like it is, it is required oh like okay you need to be able yeah you need to be able to drift around corners um and it makes that very clear very early on uh honestly you can't just sort of like i don't i don't hate that because that's definitely something that no. i enjoyed in um wipeout and yeah. um f-zero gx those games definitely like hey you better be able to drift on these corners because otherwise you would just then- get a bounce off of edges <laughs> I think you're. Uh, I think you're gonna really. You'd, you'd really enjoy Hot Wheels Unleashed. It's like, and like, the cars do feel different from like depending on what type of car it is and um, and what stats it has. Um, yeah, and there's like there's a whole bunch of like classic cars. I think that it says there's like sixty six different cars that were available at launch. There's also been the, the game has a um like a battle pass system. Is that you all can Batman sort of stuff? At the moment, it is. So it was weird. SpongeBob. Oh, okay. The first season was all SpongeBob stuff, and I was like, eh, I'm more interested in the Batman stuff. Especially, I didn't even think of this. If they have the fucking the Batman, like Batmobile in there, then I'm I'm buying it. I'll buy that to get that bat. That Batmobile is fucking 
awesome. It's my favorite Batmobile of any of the ones I've seen. It's fucking rad. It looks so cool. It sounds amazing. And it's just gnarly. So yeah, I might get that. But um, yeah, it has like a battle system where it's like a free one. Or if you pay for like this, the season pass sort of thing, you um, you get extra bonuses and goodies yeah. that mostly are like um, like player cards and stuff that you can put in your basement area or like I think there's a couple of cars but for the most part you kind of get them from the free uh the free battle pass anyway um there's also yeah and there's also DLC for it as well that's a uh a like a I think it's Gotham yeah like it's a Gotham area that's like a DLC expansion pack um that has like more Batman cars it has uh, like uh, all like Gotham themed tracks and stuff like that, and all other goodies you can collect for your for your little garage and stuff like that. You can you can s- spread around, but like this game's fun. Like it's it. I, would I have paid sixty seventy dollars for it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But like thirty forty, I think it's worth it. Like it, especially if you like these types of like arcade racing games. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it does what it says on a box, right? It does absolutely, and like for for someone who like just had, I couldn't tell you how many fucking Hot Wheels cars I had growing up. Like, <laughs> and and now reliving that because that's what Griffin wants at the moment. He just wants cars. Like, he loves cars, and like Hot Wheels cars are the easiest thing to get because they're like two bucks, and you're like, all right, cool, pick it. If he's been good, he's like, oh, pick a Hot Wheels car. Like, you know, it's two bucks, and then before you know it, you've got fucking eight hundred of them throughout the place um and it's cool too for me because like i like looking at them and being like oh this is a really neat one. Oh, this is a cool awesome mini cooper this is rad like um yeah and and yeah having that uh, like a digital version of that sort of getting that little that little uh endorphin rush of like opening blind boxes and be like oh a new car so oh this, this is, is a cool this one is, this is how gacha games got me yeah it's exactly. like that, that little feeling of like pack cracking a pack <laughs> Lo- yeah exactly love cracking a pack well then, again, I reckon you like this game. I think you like it. It's fun. Love crack and um, it does. It does have. Uh, yeah, it does have. Um, uh, it does have like online and split screen, so you can play multiplayer as well. Um, but yeah, the story mode I've heard is not super long and not really intensive and stuff like that. But then again, you've got that extra area that you can pay for as well, um, and I'm sure they're going to do more of those. I would, like they'd be crazy not to. Um, I guess it depends on how successful see what, the game is. That's true. I think it's done relatively well. Like it's, you know, I, mean, I think a I lot of people. I don't know what expectations of, would be for a Hot Wheels racing game. So I guess if it's doing okay, well, that's, that's the same thing. I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised by it. They were just like, oh, "It's actually kind of neat." Like, I mean, you know, like when it was announced, it seemed like a very novel idea. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it's yeah. I, I think it's a good jumping off point as well. I think if they build on that um oh i forgot to mention as well not because i don't really fuck around with that kind of stuff but there is a like a track editor as well oh, you can nice. make your own that tracks makes sense. so that, that, makes that, sense. that they are some of the unlocks that you can get are like track pieces that you can like make your own neon orange track around a certain area that's which very, is pretty cool that's too very cool um yeah so it, it's like it's building on that element of having like a digital hot wheels collection that you can just play and like, not have and a- to and actually be able to race them Exactly. That's it. You know, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but I have also been, 
I also have been playing around with, uh, I've actually sort of fairly dived in headfirst to it a little bit um, when I was having a break from Elden Ring, uh, and that is Tunic. Game we've both been pretty excited about for a long time. Um, this is by uh, uh, this is, uh, 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 Andrew uh, Shouldice, his name is, published by Finji, um, most notably known for publishing things like Night in the Woods. Um, so, yeah, it's it, this is a, like, an indie... This is a love letter to, like, old-school Zelda. Uh, and if you've ever played, if you've ever had a game, had that feeling and have nostalgic memories of getting a new game or renting a game from the video shop and on the ride home, flip, like leafing through the instruction booklet. And, and that sounds weird. I miss instruction manuals. I remember the old, good God, I'm going to age myself so badly. I remember the old Legend of Zelda one from the NES. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like opening it up and like reading what the enemies were called and being like, that is the dumbest name. I love this. Yep. I miss Magic. Yeah, absolutely. I miss it. This, this game like pays, not only pays homage to that, it also is, it's a game mechanic. Um, It's also how it deals out some of the story from what I can tell. I'm, I've, I'm a fair way into it. Um, but I haven't, uh, I haven't finished it yet. Uh, and I still am a little bit in the dark as to what exactly is going on. Cause it feels like there's a meta layer of this that I'm not seeing the full picture of just yet. Um, there are a few things that sort of allude to that. Um, but at its base level, you're a cute little fox. You're wearing a green tunic. You've got a, a shield that's red and blue. That looks very, very, very similar to a Hylian shield. Um, and you go around hitting stuff with swords. And um, it has like the whole thing of like Link to the Past sort of switching it. You've only got three like item slots that are equipped to the face buttons. So, and that includes your sword as well. So you can. Oh, so that actually sounds can, kind of like Link's Awakening ish then. Right. Okay. Because like cool. Link's Awakening, right, like you could have, um, for example, you could just not have a shield on. Like if you wanted a shield. You have to actually assign that to one of your buttons. Not like in like classic Zelda where it's like you have a sword and shield and then an item you can use. So yeah, I kind of like I that. I think the shield the shield is perma-equipped once okay. you've got it, I think. But the sword isn't. You can take that out if you want, if you just want to like fuck around with magic. Because um, you've got like different magic items and stuff you can use as well. And um, it's hard because a lot of this game... The game doesn't tell you what things are unless you start leafing through this instruction booklet that's there. And to leaf through the instruction booklet, you've got to find the pages for it that are hidden throughout this world. So you're sort of collecting these instructional, like instruction manual pages, uh, and then you might get a little bit more information um, about a certain area you're looking at or particular items that you may have picked up or are about to pick up or encounter. Um, it's also all written in a, a different language. It's like a, like a, I don't even know what it is, what it's written in. Um, it says, it, it says on here on the Wikipedia page, it's like an undecipherable language, but 
I have heard it's an actual language um, and it is really hard to translate. So, uh, which is pretty neat. And uh, it's, but, but there are parts where, I'm not going to say much more about it, but but there are parts where other things that aren't written in that language will happen and you're like, okay, okay, interesting, all right. And you start piecing things together about how the game works, like how, you know, what, what, you, what you need to do to say, I don't know, level up your character and get, um, yeah, more HP or stamina or something like that. Um, it is like an isometric view, sort of top-down isometric view. It's beautiful to look at. Um, the music is super chill, uh, except for when it's not, and it goes relatively hard sometimes during like some boss fights and stuff like that. Um, it's tough as well. A lot of people are saying like it has like that Souls flavor to it, which I can see. The first um, thing I I like, and I wasn't like this. A lot of people were saying this last year. Um, uh, when because I think Tunic was on like a Xbox de- demo thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <clears throat> it was like an ID Expo, uh, ID Xbox um demos presentation. Yeah, yeah. So people were talking about how um, and I think even we discussed it when we played Death's Door, how Death's Door mm-hmm. looks Dark Souls ish, but plays more Zelda-y, and this looks more yeah. Zelda-y, but plays at the Dark Souls sort of tier, which is just so funny to me yeah it, it it's and that's very true like there right down to it, like like piecing together like a world from like the the manual and all that does seem very reminiscent of like <laughs> like when i rub my hands together when i get a new item in elden ring i'm like let's read that description baby give me some yeah. story yeah and that's that's it's it's almost like a simplified version of that mm. where it's like and it it is doing it in such an interesting way where it's only giving you some of the story or it's only giving you some of the information and you kind of have to piece together the rest of it yourself. Um, I'm curious to see, I've heard that there are multiple endings or there are multiple, not necessarily playthroughs, but there are things that you need to do to trigger different things. I don't know. I've heard bits and pieces because a lot of, and I would sort of from the little that I've played would reiterate this, this sentiment, like, talking about this game, you don't want to talk about this game too much because it almost takes away from the game itself. Um, so if you are interested in it, uh, go watch a trailer maybe, or if you've got Game Pass, just go and get it. It's on Game Pass. Like, they were like, surprise, the game's out today. Oh, also surprise, it's out on Game Pass. Um, so go play it. It's really fucking good. Um and it was it was really nice to sort of play something like that was to have a break from Elden Ring, but play something that was sort of a little bit similar to keep myself in that that rhythm of like you know dodging and attacking and watching attack patterns and finding the best time to strike and what items I should be using and yeah. I'm really hoping by the time I've got time to play it, it comes to PlayStation. That's what I'm crossing my fingers for. I mean, I don't know what their deal is with the Xbox the moment i'm just hoping it's like a death store situation where xbox had it for a bit but by the end of the year mm-hmm. it was on the other platforms that's all i'm crossing my fingers yeah. for because um yeah i'm sure it runs fine on my xbox one but i'd rather play it on my ps5 my beefy boy console I, I, yeah that's fair um i feel like maybe the load times would probably be a bit rough Do on, on the older load 
yeah as someone it's... who's watched Elden Ring on my PS5 and a PS4 I'm like yeah I'll, I'll take this one please <laughs> yeah I'm yeah I'm kind of glad about that too because I probably would have tilted a lot more than I did with Elden Ring but, it, um, that particular but... boss I was talking about would definitely tilt you more without longer mm-hmm. load um but yeah like Tunic is very interesting and I'm curious to see how it plays out and what the overall narrative it's trying to tell is if there is something like if there is actually a meta layer to it, that's trying to say something. Um, so I'm curious about that. I might be reading into it a little bit too much. Who knows? But, but hey, if, if very... it invites that, that's cool. Yeah. And I think at the base level, it's interesting. And yeah, it's brought back that weird nostalgia of like leafing through an instruction manual. Like it's, kind of neat you talking about instruction manuals uh, has actually reminded me of a very cool book i saw which this was reminded me it's gonna cost me stupid amounts of money to get but i'm gonna do it because yeah. i love the idea of it um i forget the name of it maybe i'll put it in the show notes um it's basically so if you follow me on twitter you may have seen me retweet a guy called i think it's philip summers who he made a bunch of like hand-drawn walkthroughs oh, cool and he like he was doing a bunch of them and then he had like an, a um a kickstarter for a few of them and he got the old uh well not i'm not sure if he got the old cnd but he got the um he it stopped and he suddenly put out like the one i wanted out of it was um the metroid one like the original right. metroid he put that up for free and then oh, oh how'd that get out i don't know man like someone just shared it whoops <laughs> and then oh, i went no. through and saved all 50 pages of that um basically he got asked by some guys to come and do this project and it's a it's a a book full of um hand-drawn game maps from like like nes and all that and it looks stunning like the examples the the main example they showed is like the um the full like legend of zelda nes like map but there's a couple of games i haven't played i'm like this is such a cool idea it's gonna kill me to like import it because it's 40 dollars us I'm like, oh god, boy. Ah, uh, that won't be that much. That's not bad. Then the shipping note, because it's from the US. <laughs> oh, fuck. I hate that. <laughs> but I, I really, I want to support it, because it's such a, a genuinely awesome idea. I love it. Anyway, like you talking about, about manuals reminded me about, yeah, just, I miss that shit so much. Yeah. I, and, well, it's, yeah, I think, I think, I know. I'm sure I would love hard. it. I would love it, but there's so yeah. much stuff. It's, and I look, I, I feel like, like, I want to play it on my PS5. <laughs> I'm like, but like, I'm like cruising through it at a pretty decent clip. Yeah, I feel like that. Um, I've, I feel like I might be getting towards the end of like at least maybe the whole game or one part of it. I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of un- unanswered questions that I have still. I'm like, hmm, what's I mean, going it could on be like this Death's Door where you finish it and you're like, cool. I'm finished and Death, Death Store goes, ah, uh-uh, no, you're not. You're like, all right, back I go. Which I, I still haven't done the rest of that yet. There's some good stuff to do if you, if you commit to it. It's really satisfying. I feel like Tunic might be a very similar, like, kettle of fish. So, but yeah, it's on Xbox Game Pass. Go, go, play it. It's good. Like, it's very good. I very much enjoyed it. I put it, I had a couple of nights where I played just that, like, where I was just like, like a couple of like consecutive nights where I'm like, yep, I want to play more Tunic tonight. I'm really enjoying this game. Um, yeah, go check that out. But I think that's and I think that's it for our quest log this week. I think it is. I was gonna bit I, of a I beefy one. Mention real quick. I won't dwell on it. I did finish mm-hmm. the Witch Queen campaign on Legendary for Destiny Ooh, Two. Nice. It was a brutal slog, 
I loved it. <laughs> okay, awesome. It's on sale at the moment. It I'm like, is. Every time I... I look at it, I'm like, no, I won't tell Joel. I, uh, I won't tell uh, Joel. No, I, oh, I know it's there. <laughs> I keep getting ads for it too. They're like, it's up to 50% off. And I'm like, it's not 50% off, but it's I close. Like, loved it. Oh my God. I, mm. And it is, it is all like completely off Game Pass now as well. I know. I know. Like, so I'm like... Our, our <sighs> recurring guest, Brendan, had to actually... He bought it. He was like... All right, fine. Since I'm still playing this, I guess I'll buy the collection. Well, it's like have that um that Game Pass exit discount. Fuck! Oh, I should have done that. Damn Which it! Which queen anyway. wasn't included, but you could get the rest of it at least. I know. I'm. A, I mean, to be fair, the only thing I didn't do was Shadow Keep, and like a lot of the post game stuff in Beyond Light. Okay. And there are certain anyway. there are certain weapons you can't get without the expansions as well. Oh, look. Fuck. I'm just saying that because anyway. there's an amazing scout rifle called Dead Man's Tail, uh, which you can only get if you've got Beyond Light. That's amazing gun. And Zer sells it every week. It's got a rotating um, perk pool. And the, inst- the Reddit was just like, buy this gun if you don't have it yet, because I had a really good roll this week. So, yeah. I had <laughs> Brennan's out of Tanny message me. He's like, can you log on and buy it for me? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, buy me this can gun. Can you go buy Dead Man's Tail? Sure thing, man. I got you. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's cool, it. that's it. I think it, I think that's our quest log though for the week. It's a nice beefy one though. We've had a bit of time off, catch a bit up. of time to play things, so um, we had to catch up on some things. But I think now is time because it's not only been a time for us to play games. There's been a lot going on. There's been a lot news wise, like heaps. So I think it's time. I think it's time to play everyone's favorite news podcast, video games game, dope or nope. Dope or nope. Dope or nope is our uh, news segment uh, where we do things a little bit differently, where we bring news stories to the table and we collectively decide whether it is a dope. We talk about it and go into great detail of that story. Or we nope it, we move on, we forget it exists. It is erased from canon. Um. We bend the rules a little bit sometimes about that, but oh, hey, that's 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 how we that's how we do things here. That's how we we state things, whether or not that that plays out the way that we like want it to. But you have to find out. And I see. Tell you what, Joel. Like, if there's ever been a week that's been good for a do- like this stuff I've got here is such good dope or nope fodder. If I'm being honest, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I'm ready for it, Kyron. Hit me with it. Let's go. <laughs> so let's start with a big one, right? This one. This one. I feel like we're going to talk about it. It seems impossible to avoid. It is relatively old news now, but even even with the distance from when it was announced to now, it still is incredibly relevant for us because of what we love to talk about. And that is the official cancellation of 2022's digital E3. Right. Yeah. Look, it's <laughs> it's, dope it's dope in in so many ways. Like, um, I think we all saw it coming. Yeah, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. They had it was barely yeah. even like officially announced, and when it was cancelled, I was just like, "All right, yep, yep, that tracks, cool. that right. tracks." Jeff Kelly wasting no time by being like, "Don't worry, Summer Fucking... Game Fest is coming in June." He was right there. He was ready to go. He was legitimately that meme of like the guy squatting, flipping the peace sign up yeah. against like next to the grave site. I, like, I that want was... that shirt that Jeff Grubb made. <laughs> have you seen? Oh, which one was that? Have you not seen no. it? No. 
It's pretty much that. It's like Jeff Grubb posing in front of the thing with like E3 on the tombstone. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes, know if it's yes, a yes. shirt you can actively buy, but I've seen a few people with him like, God, I would wear that shirt. I, I would absolutely wear that shirt. But yeah, um, the, yeah. The, the slow death of E3 has been, we've been expecting it, I think. And like they've they've even they're, they're still not ready to just call not, throw in the towel completely. They're, they're just like next oh, year we'll be back, back next year. In person like, show. Really? <laughs> will you though? <laughs> really, will you though? Like I mean, like the game awards went ahead. Like as far as we know, Gamescom's going ahead this year. And Gamescom went ahead last year, didn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I'm sure pretty sure it was an in person thing. Yeah, I think um it's been it's been a lifetime, so I can't remember. But it I know there yeah. was definitely Gamescom stuff. I just don't know how big it was. Yes. Yeah. Either way, it was yeah, definitely more it's... present than E3 was. Uh, well, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, this is, like you said, the slow death of E3. Between... And honestly, yeah, do we miss it? Weirdly, yes. And I know, okay. I yeah. know. There's look, an argument for it. The yeah. ESA suck. I'm not going to stand here and defend the ESA. They're terrible. They're god awful. Yeah. But they, they don't know what to do with this show. They're so desperate to like every every like journalist I listen to talks about E three now. We're like, look, it's it's fine, but the more the public get let in to make them money, the less relevant it becomes to the industry because publishers aren't going to bring that cool weird little demo. They're just going to bring that yeah. game that comes out in two months and have like twenty demo stations for it. So yeah, exactly, it it definitely becomes less of a trade show which again for us it doesn't really make a huge difference because we just watch online so we see the press conferences and basically tune in for like demo impressions so you would think the effect on us is minimal but i i don't know there's something just i stupid but i love about looking at that schedule and being like all right i'm not getting any sleep this week let's go (laughs) yeah like i'm gonna plan my sleep strategically yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. There's been many a year that I've done that, and it's I, I do love and miss and also hate that, um, but yeah, it, it is probably important to note as well that um, Jeff Gillias said that Summer Games Fest is only going to be for the month this year. It's yes. not going to be like it's a gonna be, three month. Thank God <laughs> thing. Um, so like we are still going to have that feeling of like this like nice little condensed time zone of 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 fun that we're going to have in, in I mean, june we can you can still safely assume a few of it like look nintendo loves a good june direct right they can't say no heck they were yep. at e3 last year and no one cared yep. about e3 now nintendo's like no we'll, we'll be there we're gonna treat the direct fuck it why not yep yeah so we've got, we've got hopefully they'll be there like hopefully i mean sony won't be there sony's too cool Sony's too cool but to have presentations. They might have a state of play Sony, like two weeks beforehand. I was going to say, <laughs> Sony will do their thing where it's like, we don't want to be part of that. Um, two weeks before we're doing a state of play, here <laughs> is all the releases that we're giving for <laughs> Please this be year. excited. Like, uh, uh, like, fucking, okay. Like, don't don't pretend like you're not interested and then just do your own thing like two weeks beforehand. <laughs> no, nah, we're not part That's, of this. <laughs> no, nah, we don't want to be a part of We're too cool for that. But we're going to anyway, keep it in the ballpark. Here's though. our presentation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck. so I mean, I'm hoping a lot of the big players will be there. Jeff Keighley, he he knows people, so I'm not going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. He, put, he can probably get at least a decent number on board. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, we, no E3. We've got a we've got a fucking yeah. physical packs this year. We do have a physical packs. We both have tickets too. Patches, I fucking can't wait. I, as of recording, wait. there is 44 minutes left to get early bird pricing. So, oh, yeah. and I think they they were like what 80 85 percent. 
sold out. It yeah, was pretty high for three, sold for, for three day passes. Yeah, it's um the, the yeah. pass you want if you <laughs> let's be honest. Exactly, people <laughs> for flexibility. People are, people are hungry. Hey, we hungry. We, we hungry. hungry baby. Like we all we we were nearly we were ready for last year, but alas, not meant to be. And in hindsight, for the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then, like, like as it got closer and closer, happy. we just like. Yeah, as like as it got closer and closer, we was like, yes, Pat. And like I hadn't like thought about taking work off or no, either, either, honestly. Like, like I had not, my badge. I'm like, it's not happening. Like yeah, every I'm day like, you just watched and lockdowns were happening. You're like, no way am I going to an event with thousands of people. Yeah, this I, year, I was like, nope. Yeah, no way are they responsibly going to no. hold an event with thousands of people. But yeah, like you said, this year I think we're gonna be okay, which would be exciting. So, so that was. Uh, yeah, that's our first. That was our first one. First one. Um, you know what? Let's let's toss a let's toss a, an easy one in here. Hey, Joel. Okay. They announced mm-hmm. the next character for Marvel's Avengers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll talk about it very long. We'll just say dope. We won't. It's it's dope for me. I just love. I just I read this and just I put my heads like I just I couldn't. And here's the thing. Yeah. I like the idea of his character. Yeah, but exactly. the content drought has been so big that this is what we come back to. So very carefully timed recently after the release of the four Love and Thunder trailer that just came out, which is amazing. And I cannot wait for that damn movie. If you haven't watched that trailer, pause this episode. Yeah, go watch, go it. watch the trailer I'm like so, four times. So ready. So ready it, for it. Anyway, fucking Yes. What seems to be clearly almost timed with that. Uh, our yeah. new hero is uh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster as Mighty Four. So cool. we have another... We've got two Hawkeyes and two Fours. Now, they do specify that she'll have things that makes her, make her unique, but the template of her being a Thor, it's like, yeah, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye have differences, but let's be honest they're, here. They're both bow users. Yeah. yeah. It's like... I like. It's almost like Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix are looking at like Nintendo and just be like, "Like, do a Smash Brothers? They had like heaps of sword characters in there. Yeah, it's fine. How was clones? People ate it up. Like, it's fine. People, people love that for shit. Those. These ones are free. Exactly. Yeah. Like, come on. We're doing you. A, we're doing you a solid here. It's like ah, this ain't it, mate. This ain't it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I yeah. thought it was worth bringing because it's just like, well, hey, look, good news. Avengers lives. Although I have to wonder how big the team is because Crystal Dynamics did just announce that new Tomb Raider with Unreal Engine 5. Mm. And they're also, aren't they assisting on Perfect Dark? Yeah, I wonder how many people are still working on Avengers at this point. Man, like, dude, Perfect Dark's a whole other kettle of fish too. Yeah, Yeah, we want to get into that. No. Sounds like it's in a bad Um, place without... Yep. Which we all kind of felt like it was too good to be true. But anyway... So yeah, yeah, Jane Foster coming to Avengers. Um, Neat, cool, I guess. But yep. not not really. <laughs> no, I'm probably not going to go back. I just want Carol Danvers, and I'm never going to give them to me. No. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> so we've got a surprise one from today. Actually, I'm mixing these all up. So not they're not these are not all in the order of like when it happened. Just like fuck it, let's go for this one. Yeah, I like it. Uh Amy Hennig back with Star Wars. Fucking dope. It's dope. dope there's there's as not much fuck. to talk about. It's like super there's like not. it's pretty much this. Hey, uh Amy Hennig's Skydance team is making a Star Wars game. It is an action yep. adventure. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, please. Come on. Don't fuck it. Don't fuck it up. At least there's no EA involved yeah, to exactly. like, like pull the rug out from underneath them this time. So this is cross touch wood. This reeks of like the fact, like really sounds like Lucasfilm wanted that game, but EA yeah. was just like, if, if this is yeah. the result, right? And also I didn't know that Hennig was making a Marvel game. So yeah. That's, that was news I to me like as well. I did know that. It yeah. was probably no news, but when I, I was just like, oh, well, a double whammy for me. Yeah, so please fucking don't a. Like, give us too many Marvel games. <laughs> we yeah, have so no. many Marvel no. movies and TV shows. <laughs> hey, we've already got, I mean, Midnight Suns is later this year sometime. We got so, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine coming. and Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Avengers yes. still oh. going. Guardians of the Galaxy is on Game Pass. Like, you got a lot no, of Marvel. fuck it. No, fuck it. Tap it to my veins. I'll play them. Is this, a, is this our first chance to yell at people to go and play Guardians on Game Pass? Go play oh Guardians God, on yes. Game Pass. Yes, fucking go play Guardians on Game Pass, Do please. It. And then and then go shout at Square Enix and say, make more of this. Get on Twitter. Just be like, oi, Square Enix, you fucks. Make more of this. <laughs> Do it. Oh. This is good shit. Square Enix is just like, oh, no, we're too busy it. thinking about NFTs and games. We'll get back to you. Fuck you. Make this. That's <laughs> more yeah. of this, less of that. <laughs> Fuck. I almost you can, wanna... just, you can just call it Project Guardians of the Galaxy if you want. <laughs> I'm fucking down. Do it. Do it. Like I, I almost want to go like write that tweet after this after we finish recording. Just be like, "Fuck you. Fuck NFTs. Make more of this." I just imagine At you Square Enix. in that um that Auntie Donna sketch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's just you and Square Enix at each other right now. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Zach and Nat sketches um is Artist Montreal just like <sighs> shaking their head. Pretty much. Just <laughs> anyway, oh. we got we got sidetracked. But yeah, so there is an action adventure Star Wars game coming from Amy Hennig and Skydance, which should be great. Yes. Yes. Please. Just, Thank just you. deliver on that like was that the game we had like the five second clip for? Or was that a different Oh yeah. Okay. That was the fi- yeah the five second clip of someone walking out of a building yeah it's a lot. It's, I, I still think about that I think about that and I think about 13, 13, 13 all the time the games all that the we time should have had but we never got 13, 13, 13 especially comes comes back and lives in my memory rent free in the last couple of years because of the Mandalorian yeah, Mandalorian makes it hurt because you're just like fuck it's man right, it's like, right there it's just that can make a Mandalorian game and just do the thirteen well, the kids thirteen love but put Mandalorian, Mandalorian in it. Fucking eight, like chuck in a little bit of fucking Grogu. Like yeah, it's all good. Grogu segments, man. Fuck yes. Have like a I don't know a frog eating a mini game. It's all right there. Just do it. Fuck. Have him flipping around. Do it. Yeah. No, it's cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. Even, Fuck if, yeah, even, Amy if, even if, Star Wars. if I'm tired of Star Wars movies, I can be excited for Star Wars games. Yeah, I yeah yeah. I think that's where I'm at the moment as well. Like ah yeah. I still there's a part of me that's still just like. God, I love Star Wars. Like, I really do like I it. I just, I do, but it's just, it hasn't given me much reason recently. I'm hoping just, that Kenobi turns it around. Yeah. And also, can we, like, going forward, can we just, can we just leave the Skywalkers alone? <laughs> just fucking leave them in the past. Like, we're, we're done. We're done with that. Did fucking Abrams, I swear, oh. <laughs> He did oh. so yeah, like he did so much damage to my enjoyment of Star Wars. It's it's ridiculous. Yep. 
Anyway. Call me Ray. Ray anyway. Skywalker. Fuck off. Fuck I off. I'm you. done. I'm walking out. Fuck you. <laughs> Make more of the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, again, it only hurts more because I did, like, Rogue One was trending the other week, and I was just like, oh, man. That's a good movie. I like it. Um, anyway, that was even sidetracked again. It's Star Wars' yep. fault. <laughs> hey, Joel. Would yes. you like to know what was announced today for the April? I'm not. I, I'm. Everyone assumes it's the April announcement. They said they had an April announcement coming for the potentially what is possibly the April announcement for the tw- the 25th anniversary of Persona. Did you see I'm gonna this? Dope this? I'm going to dope this because I did actually it's see so this before we started recording. Incredibly stupid. <laughs> It is. It's dope for me. It's dope. It's mouthwash. <laughs> now, look. If this is the April announcement, I am reinforced once again with how much I love, but also truly, truly hate Atlas. <laughs> and also just going to put my fucking expectations in well and truly in check for the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, for the year, rest like... of what this anniversary is going to be. You are not so getting like, those ports right, of three okay. and four. That's just not happening. All right, it's Fine, okay, sure. You might get them um, on, like, the, the new tier of Plus, but it'll be, like, the PS2 versions. <laughs> like, oh, God, fucking mouthwash. I love it. I couldn't it. believe it. I love it. Especially because it, it just, because it's three, four, and five as well. I'm just like, oh, my yeah. God. It's, oh, all right, that's. It's, it's almost like they wanted to do an April Fool's joke, but didn't have the balls to do it on April Fool's. Like, just get shredded for it. Yeah, they're just like, all right, we'll just you, shuffle that along a little I bit. I think you you think Atlas care more than they actually do. Yeah, it's actually. Uh, I, I have seen some of their, their goddamn live streams. Yeah, that's <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's true. Good news for Atlas. I may as well lump it in with a story. I think they they did announce that Shin Megami Tensei Five has shipped a million. So nice, hey, good for it. Awesome. I haven't finished that game good. yet, <laughs> but it is a good game. Um, so, hey, give it good for SMT. Sorry, Persona, yeah. nothing for you. Have some mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Hope like, you're still playing Strikers or Arena. <laughs> I oh, I need to get Arena, actually. I've got to do that. You can, you, you, no rush. <laughs> it's canon, Kyron. I need to play it. It is a good one. It is Ultimax with all the um, Persona 3 characters as well. So, look, I respect it. It's 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 canon, Kyron. I need to play it. Sure, it's canon. It is canon. Okay, it's canon. All right, you're happy now. Need to play it. Anyway, we'll see how much it is after this. All right, it's too much. It's too much for for (laughs) impulse purchase. Um, It is. I was talking to our friend Ben about it. We've we've both put on our wish list, but we're like, I'm not buying you at this price. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I still have my my damn PS3 copy. Um. All right. Well, we're actually up to some pretty recent news now. So let's take okay. one that happened last night, which was a nice little gift for Kyron, but also almost like flying a middle finger in my face. Uh, Nintendo has moved up Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It will now, instead of releasing in September, come in July. I mean, I'll dope this for, for your sake. Because, it's dope. But it's, also... I can't wait for this pretty, damn game, and now I don't have to wait as long. It's pretty fucking wild that they can just be like, ah, we're just going to move this up three months. This, like... I've se- I've seen people talk about it, but this really, to me, confirms what a lot of people suspect about Nintendo, where they just have some games that's like done. Yeah, like I don't think Xenoblade yep. Three is done, but clearly they're like, 
you know what? We got till September, but I reckon we can put this on July. Dude, Pikmin 3 is done. <laughs> it's done. One day, one day we're going to wake up and it's just going to be on the eShop. And you mean Pikmin 4? Because <laughs> we have Pikmin 3. We, we're waiting for Pikmin 4. Oh, Pikmin 4, sorry. Yeah. Pikmin 3 but was like, on the Wii U. It was, that's right. Sorry. I, I knew as soon as I said it too, I was like, I bet you I fucked this up. Um, the joke still stands no, though. Miyamoto being it's, like, it, it's done. It won't even be on the eShop. It, it'll be, it'll just be on your Switch. It'll just Joel, be there. Joel, we're playing Pikmin 4 right now. We are, yeah. <laughs> Pikmin 4, produced by Hideo Kojima. Like that's, that's Instead, it. all we get it's is all Pikmin about, Go. <laughs> it's all about strands of bonds. Um, is this strand games? <laughs> and sticks and... What was it? Sticks and... I don't know. I can't remember. Get the here. <laughs> but it'd be good to have a second strand game, though. Um, but yes. Oh, my God. Pikmin 4 is done. Miyamoto would never lie to us. Yeah, no, no, of course not. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, we, we get a snazzy new trailer for Xenoblade 3. Had a bunch more information. Uh, showed off what looks to be yet another convoluted combat system. Cannot wait to barely comprehend it. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I should have... Cool. Li- like, if it's anything like Xenoblade 2, I should have a pretty good grip on it by about the 10-hour mark. <laughs> right. Okay. Yep. Seems fair. Yep. Um, but yeah, There's so- also a cool collector's edition as well. Yeah, there was. I restrained myself. Because, I mean, yeah. I'll probably buy it digitally because I'm just like, oh, I'm going to play it at midnight, screw this. And, like, I, yeah, I have played Xenoblade 1 and 2 digitally, and it's just really convenient to just download them and play them. That's um, true. Plus, I bought, like, a massive, like, 512 gigabyte SD card for my Switch OLED. Oh, you're, oh fuck. You're fine. I'm sad, You're set. Like, that's fine. <laughs> that's yeah. all the Switch needs. <laughs> that's that's almost more than you've got on your fucking... Um, you got more space on than you've got on a, on your PS5. I, yeah, that's sad. Because technically... Because technically the onboard storage takes care of all the system stuff. So it's true. It's true. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so in that trailer, we met a bunch of characters. Uh, they talk, they, um, they introduced the class system, which seems like it'll be a good replacement for as much as I had a love hate relationship with how um, stuff worked in Xenoblade 2 because the combat revolved around the blades that you had, and you got okay. the blades in a gotcha like system a lot of the time mm, okay. and in principle it's fine and like there was no microtransactions you couldn't buy them with currency so that that's why i was less bitter with it until mm. i would look at lists of all these cool blades that are in the game and then i would never get them and then i started to get a right. bit bitter i'm like I, but I really want this blade it looks amazing and the game goes mm, not for you i'm like nah. but i want it okay. yeah so that's not in this game uh, instead, it's going to more of a job system, uh, and you can sort okay. of, you can swap people's jobs around. So basically, it's giving you more customization for your party, and I guess building it the way you want, which is good. Doesn't help the fact that the combat interface still looks like a goddamn nightmare. Oh yeah, but at least the job system should hopefully make getting your party together easier. I've seen MMOs on consoles that had like better fucking UI than this. Like, I watched Jesus. the trailer. When it got to the UI, I'm like, oh my. All right, yep. I'm gonna play eighty hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna subject myself to eighty. Can't hours wait of to this. try to figure out what this all means. God damn, nightmare! And also introduced like the interlink and interlink system, which has tag team pairs. Which again, that's sort of similar to I think how the other Xenoblade games didn't have exactly that, but they did have systems where you would team up with your allies to do powerful attacks. Um, yeah, but uh. Seems to be a mainstay for of like JRPGs now yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 
Persona still does it best, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not even contest. Yeah, uh, but basically, yeah. yeah, you can combine into a giant form called Ouroboros, which unfortunately for me is ruined because of Resident Evil Five. Um, <laughs> so I can't take it seriously every time I think of Ouroboros. I just think of Albert Wesker saying it. I mean, I think of that stupid like Wesker Legion video, and oh it just really ruined for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, so the Ouroboros seem pretty powerful, so they're definitely going to be like your your limit break sort of equivalent. But right. It's looking good. It's going to have another... Like, look out. This this could be the year's best soundtrack. Like, it's... Even if you don't play 1 and 2, I absolutely recommend listening to the soundtracks to 1 and 2. And yep. I, Nintendo doesn't want me to say this. They're probably sending ninjas right now. But also listen to the soundtrack to Xenoblade X. Because it is by Sawano, the um, composer. He's done a bunch of stuff, but most notably for me is Attack on Titan. And his music... Right. Is, it's just so good, and I just love it. He can get you hyped like nothing else with just his music. That's, it's amazing. That's very true. Yeah. It's a very unique talent. His tracks are just incredible. Um, but yeah, so coming out in July. So if you were replaying one and two, sorry. Better get your skates on or bail yeah. on one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, cool. Alrighty. This what one, else you got for I got, me? I got another one that was... This one was today. And I only saw it because of our good friend, Michael Huber, who, bless him, he's going for a rough time right now, which sucks. Yeah. But it seems yeah. like the industry is sort of trying to do its best to, like, lift him. Street, Streets of Rage films in the works. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? what? Don't, yeah, I'll dope <laughs> this. Sure, why it's not? Dope as well. So it's got Sonic's DJ2 Entertainment... Uh, escape artists, uh, DJ, DJ Two Entertainment, and escape artists to produce a video game adaptation scripted by John Wick's Derek Colstad. Fucking, just... you know, you know what? Make it like an a cheesy '80s action movie, like the games are. Like, just lean into it and absolutely. just make it absolutely. Just like you know, fucking have like a soft focus filter on everything. So I think make it look like an old eighties action movie that got lost to time. Fuck. Yeah. That, this sounds great. I'm into this shit. I love the idea of it. I'd watch, I'd watch a Fuck. stupid streets of rage movie. Fuck. Yeah. We watched Sonic and it, you know what? John, it was all right. I want to see Sonic too. I'm warning. I do too. Actually. I, if it's still I running well. in cinemas in May when I've yeah, got oh, my we're time doing off. it. Yeah, we're doing Even it. Even if it means yeah, we cause another disaster, like after Sonic yeah, 1. Yeah, true. We saw Sonic 1 and then the world ended. So we'll see what happens after Sonic 2. I apologize yeah. in advance to everyone, though. I was thinking about that the other day. Do you know what? It wasn't the fact that we saw Sonic that caused everything. It was the fact that we bought consecutively like five copies of oh Anthem God. at once. <laughs> oh, so was, I think that was, I think that that was the thing. It was the same day. It was just before we went and saw Sonic. And those things have only gone down in value. They have. We paid four dollars for them, and they've gone down in value. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that was the that was the triggering. Oh, like, I, I know what I'm doing with our new our next game awards bet. <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh, I'm still gonna play Perfect Dark Zero, Karen. Fuck. You do have to play Perfect Dark Zero, Joel. Fuck! God damn it! Anyway, Streets of Rage movie. Yeah, Streets of yeah, Rage movie. Yeah, like, again, I'll watch that. not much to say about it. I just thought it was worth bringing up because it could be really fun. Well, I mean, Sega are the ones who are, like, leading the charge with, like, 
decent video I, game movies. And it shocks me. Can you believe we're meant to be getting a Mario movie in a matter of months? Like, oh my god, so that's right. We, we've got nothing. All we know is the voice cast, including that haunting yeah. picture of Chris Pratt as Mario. Jesus, yeah. God, I I had forgot that was a thing. Yeah, well, that's meant to be coming out later this year. So I wonder. Oh, what- you better believe. That fucking June direct that Nintendo fucking does, so right. Fucking better believe that's where we get that it's trailer. It's gonna be there. You're right, and it's gonna be. And weird. you know what? They might even be as fucking ballsy and audacious to fucking make that their one more thing. They'll be like, "People have been waiting for this. We'll do this. Is that one more you've just, thing? You've just ruined me. You're probably right. Yep, that's." It's not going to be. It's not going to be like Metroid Prime Four or anything like that. It's going to be no, no damn Mario trailer for the movie with Chris Pratt as Mario. Bayonetta three, not nowhere, nowhere to be seen in that direct. (laughs) Not there. Fucking Chris Pratt as Mario. You better believe. One more thing. Here we go. The world premiere of the Mario movie trailer. Fuck. I made myself sad thinking of that, but I'm so mad. mad. Like I'm mad. Everyone can join me in the cesspit. What have you got for me, Karen? Um, I th- I think that might be it. Like, there's look, might there's heaps more stuff that I could bring. It's been a ridiculous se- series of weeks. If Shout out to Max Payne one and two remakes. That's, that's right. That's what I was going to bring. Because shout out to that. Is it going to be? I'm going to be curious. Like, are they doing like one and two, or are they going to make them into one game? Because they're doing game. both of them. Mm, you could do that because they're not overly long games. Okay. I mean, I'm down. Uh, like, it's Remedy. Fuck yeah. Fucking A. Max Payne 1 and 2 are awesome. And it'd be cool to see them done, awesome like, with, like, in that control engine, like, with that board yes. time. And, ooh. Yes. Oh, ooh. like, I think it was Huber saying on, like, uh, the Easy LA's podcast yeah. this week, like, talking about, like, ha- like as you're, like, in bullet time flying through the air and having, like, chunks of, like, pillars just fly off around you as bullets fly by. The potential yeah. is amazing. Fucking A. I'm I'm so into that. I've I've got a really big soft spot for Max Payne one and two. Really enjoy those games. Not the movie. Um, not the movie. Don't don't you bring that shit in here, Karen. <laughs> Too late already. Don't you, did. Bring, don't you bring that fucking Mark Wahlberg shit in here? <laughs> God uh, damn. But yeah, shout out to the Max Payne remakes. Um, yeah. Shout out to it's not really news, but and again, it's a, maybe a week or so old now. But shout out to let me solo her. Oh my god, yes, Hero absolutely. In Elden Ring. Um, absolutely, yeah. And, and just now, a, a modded NPC now. Modded NPC, there's um, 3D printed like models of him. Oh my god. Just love the story of this guy who got beaten by a boss 242 times and then was just like, that's it. <laughs> but I'm done. And now, yeah, that's, this is all I'm doing. <laughs> yep, yep. It's like four, his count was up to like 400 or 500 Something times like now. That, yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Um, also, shout out to like the modding community in general because I've seen some fucking wild shit. Like, just fucking wild shit. I saw <laughs> the player character as Homer Simpson riding around as as Torrent as Slinky Dog. And like, I saw one of um with Shrek and I wanted to like gouge my eyes out. Oh my God. No, I, the, I wanted to the, blind the myself. Home- Homer Simpson riding Slinky Dog through the lands between. Like, I was like, yeah, right. Well done. Okay, you've heard that one. I'll take that. And the obligatory, like, turning all the dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine, like, oh from the old Skyrim days. Like, good on him. Good on him. Sure. If it sparks joy for you, 
Go nuts. Exactly. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, yeah. But I think doing a last minute scroll. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't actually check. We didn't do our, our mid recording check. This, this oh, one was go. expected. Um, it was it was already leaked by the PSN, I think. Right. Uh, Sonic uh, Origins is coming. Oh. So Sonic Origins is a, is a bundle. Okay. Uh, it includes, so it includes Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Um, and yeah, comes with a bunch of bonuses. This, of course, is tiered editions. Of course. So there's a standard edition, which includes the main game. And if you pre-order, you get the Start Dash Pack, which has 100 bonus coins, Mirror Mode Unlocked, and Letterbox Background. Wait, okay. So 100 bonus coins and Mirror Mode Unlocked. So there's going to be a whole bunch of shit that you have to earn coins for to unlock in the game. Probably. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, it's good to sort of give you a reason to sort of go for extra things in these um, old games. But yeah, um, I wasn't... I remember seeing like the PSN thumbnail. I was like, ah, whatever. But you know what? Since it was just announced, we'll give it some lip service. Um... One day, Joel, we're going to find a Sonic game that you like. You're going to have to search pretty fucking hard for it. <laughs> At this stage, it's probably going to be like Sp- Sonic Spinball or something. You, I'm sure you're going to love Sonic Frontiers. Oh, God. Did you ever play Sonic Forces? Oh, I did play Sonic. I was about to say, I played like an hour of Sonic Forces. <laughs> I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> And then I tried to play Sonic Mania because I'm like, this is pe- people say is a good one. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> like, Mania is a good one though. It is, and I'm sure people love it, and I'm sure there are reasons why I love it. I fucking hate it. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, why? No. Why do people like this? It's like Cats, the musical Cats. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna. Um. So what I'm you're saying now. is, Joel, like Sonic. Is the rare scenario where you like the movies but hate the games? Yes, yes. Do you know why I like the movies? Because it's got Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog. It does fucking he does a great job, and he's fucking great. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jim Carrey yeah. is having the time of his life. <laughs> Absolutely. And to be fair, some of the Sonic cartoons I watched when I was younger, I enjoyed those too. Like, it's the fucking Sonic X is like the the, the fucking nineties anime one. I think so. it was like anime really is fucked. Testing like, my Sonic knowledge here. I don't know that much about the um, animated series. It was like, yeah, it was called like Sonic X, I think it was. And it was like anime as fuck. So what you're saying, it's like Sega, Sonic's always sort of had Mario beat in that department. Cause in that department, yeah. There was, I mean, that, there was that Mario show and oh boy. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> Yeah, and the Mario World show. Oh dear, that's fine. I like Sonic as a character. I just think his games fucking suck. Like I just, I don't get it. You can't do anything, and the game is all about going fast. And then you go fast, and you fucking get stopped every five fucking seconds. Speaking of stopping, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off because in the episode, in the episode, the Sonic fans they're coming for you. They're coming for you. I'm fucking ready. I've almost finished. I've almost. <laughs> I've almost finished Elder Ring, bitch. I'm fucking ready. Bring it on. Bring bring this episode home, card. God right. damn. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. We do appreciate you lending your ears to our absolute insanity. 
Um, sorry that I talk about Elden Ring again. I know I said I wouldn't, but I'm I'm weak. I can't help myself. Um, sorry, I got mad, but I don't take. I'm, I'm, Joel's, I'm not Joel's, sorry. Joel's not sorry. I'm not sorry for my opinions on. on <laughs> I need to. I need to do like a disclaimer at the start of the episode. It's like the opinions I have stated in this episode are my own. Um, and I fully, and like, I fully back them. <laughs> and I fucking. Uh, this is the hill that I, I own. die on. <laughs> but I tell you what. Before I die, I will fucking go down swinging. Like, I, oh. anyway. Wow. Okay, then. Well, hey, look, if you want to support us, even if you're a Sonic fan still, if you're a Sonic fan and you still want to support us, which I, I would be shocked at this point, um, you, you can find us across a variety of social medias, mostly Twitter, but we are also, we have a, we have a presence on Facebook and Instagram. We just don't use it that often. And you can yep. find us across those platforms where we are just dialogue options uh, and of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it be iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever, or is it Apple Podcasts now? It's not iTunes, is it? Yeah, it's something like Apple Podcasts. Sure. I don't yeah. keep up with Apple. Um, yeah. Anywhere, wherever you listen to us, any sort of review or feedback or sharing us around definitely helps and we definitely appreciate it. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most recently we got we got... Xenoblade 3 tweets, so that's been covered. We've got uh, Thor tweets, so that's been covered. Yep. Um, we've got Kirby, that's been covered. Uh, we've yep. got Let Me Solo Her, that's been covered. Yep. Um, Kiwami 2 been covered. <laughs> we have um, Utada Hikaru doing Simple and Clean at Coachella, which is... Fucking A. Like, and then also, and she also did fucking um, Face My Fears as well. Face My Fears. I wasn't yes. ready for that. Uh, so yeah. That's what I've been, apart from all the stuff I've already covered, that was one of the things that I retweeted and I still can't believe it. Uh, where can they find you, Joel? You can find me at Jolly Mac where apart from, yeah, you know, Thor trailer, um, shouting our friends at uh, Story Mode Gaming with their, their new um, uh, footy in AFL Evolution 2 oh, yeah. um, league thing that they're doing, which uh, was was on tonight, actually. I missed it. But, I did see it live. Yeah. Uh, and also that that fucking Jesus on the cross Smash Brothers. Oh my god! Thing like it. Just go and look at my Twitter for that. It's hilarious. Uh, but I am excited because I have booked a ticket to my first music festival since 2019. That's exciting. It's very exciting. And the band that I saw, one of the band, like one of my favorite bands that I saw at that festival for the first time, are playing at this festival. So very excited. Gonna go see Ice Nine Kills again. It's going to be rad. If you go into full tilt, hit me up. We'll catch up. It'll be great. Well, before we leave, two more things. Two more things, I promise. Two more things. Yep. Did you know, Joel, it's now been four years since God of War came out? Oh, my God. I know. Happy fourth anniversary. And it's also been 10 years since Fire Emblem Awakening came out in Japan and single-handedly saved that franchise for me. So uh, thanks, Awakening. Wow. I owe you. 10 I owe you. years? 10 years. Yes, 10 years since we played that. Oh, since I played that game on a 3DS. <laughs> a 3DS. I like how you instantly corrected yourself there. I don't know if you played Awakening. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I played it. I played a very little amount of that game. Yeah. That, it counts, I guess. But yeah, 10 yeah. years. 10. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but that's it I promise Uh, I'll let our wonderful outro see us out and we'll catch you all next time bye
Dialogue Options Podcast.